This is Cambridge Judge Business School's online knowledge centre with expert commentary, analysis and insights into the issues of the day. We like to be a straightforward business and we like to get very close to the cocoa which actually produces the chocolate and we love um, supporting those communities. Um, it's been something that in spite of us um, opening out or buying our own cocoa plantation, we've continued to support the Ghanaian project and uh, it's, it's an important part of the business. That was Peter Harris, co-founder of Hotel Chocolat, on part of his company's ethical approach to sustainability and environmental awareness. He shared his views and samples of the company's products in his leadership lecture in which he laid out the 25-year story and development timeline. From a tiny operation dependent on its award-winning website to a £65 million a year business, a state-of-the-art production facility, retail outlets around the UK, Europe and America, and a 1,000-plus employees. Finance and relationship with banks were included, as well as other areas of financing, including the company's money-raising chocolate bond that many predicted would, if not fail, then fall short of the aspirations placed on it. Peter Harris stressed the importance of people, from Hotel Chocolat's own people, employees, and the all-important customer. Paramount in those relationships is listening, a principle that he and his business partner, Angus Thirlwell, recognised early on and have adhered to ever since. Listening is a boast of many organisations, but the reality is that although they might listen, do they actually hear what is being said? That's absolutely right. We've always been very close with our customers, and so in the very beginning, when Angus and I used to sell directly to our customers, part of that was motivating our customers to want to buy from us but also understanding our integrity that we would deliver on time if we said we were going to deliver on a specific date we had no question that if we didn't deliver on that date we wouldn't expect to be paid. I think you want to know how they're going to benefit from your products so if it's chocolates you want to know that they're going to be able to um, use them for promotional purposes successfully so you can't just want them to buy them for any reason if it's a benefit to them, so particularly in the corporate side of things, when people are trying to sell more of their products, then that is exactly the way to do it, is to, to find the way that is beneficial to them. And in a way, you're trying to, it's not only listening to the customers, it's quizzing the customers, asking them the right questions, so that you understand what they want from you. You built this company up from nothing, if you like, to a £65 million turnover. Has it always been as easy as it seems to have been for you? Because you've always been ahead of the game. It's never been easy. I suppose if you're an optimist, you tend to focus on the good things and to forget about the things that were a little bit difficult. But, you know, like all businesses, we've had just as many challenges as anyone else. But we've taken, taken them on the chin. We've faced, um, you know, some difficult problems, but we've always resolved them. You've made your own mistakes rather than repeat the mistakes of others. I mean, we, you know, everybody makes mistakes in business, but you have to learn from them and you have to get better and more refined and better knowledge and better data. Were you ever afraid? Were you fearful of failure at any stage? We've been in business for 25 years. And we've made a loss in one year only. So we've got absolute faith in our ability. And, that was, and by the way, that was back in the 90s, so it was quite a long time ago. So we've got absolute faith in our abilities. We're uh, very grounded. We love reinvesting our profits in the business um, and, you know, developing the business. And, you know, we're never short of new ideas. 
Just on funding, you, you touched on that reinvestment of profits. You also talked about new ideas, incubating new ideas, uh, no private equity in there. You've had a good relationship with the bank, which I'll come back to in a second, but then there's also this business of <coughs> fast payment investment. Let's look at the banks. I mean, the banks are getting a lot of criticism at the moment. Have they ever been a problem for you? I've got this philosophy where I like to do better than the bank than I've told the banks I'm going to do. So in other words, you present figures to the bank and you do better than those figures. That way they feel more secure with you. Conversely, if you under, undershoot your figures, then you un, unnerve them. And I've always taken the approach to give them figures which are cautious, which I know we can beat. And that means you have, you have a good relationship. I think that everybody has problems with their banks, but ours have been very, very sensible with us. They've in, I think they've enjoyed working with us alongside the business. In fact, um, Lloyd's Bank's our bank, and they've actually run a series of adverts uh, with uh, showing um, being proud of Hotel Chocolat as one of their customers. Can you just talk about this fast investment payback? Because that, that I think, is one of the planks of the business, isn't it? As you've expanded and you've, you've gone into the, into the high streets... One of the things that we've chosen to do is to invest heavily in manufacturing. And because we're a vertically integrated business, we have the direct relationship with our customers. And that is one of the most powerful um, aspects of the business. So we've got no middleman that we sell to who then sells to their own customers. And that's proven, um, that's proven to be a really important part of getting a fast payback because we know what our ultimate customers want. We can make that in a manufacturing sense um, and effectively it gives you the order. You, you get the order straight away. And you also talked about the chocolate bond. Yeah, the chocolate bond was, um, has been very successful and we, we raised about £4 million um, three years ago and the um, idea being that um, our customers or members of the Chocolate Tasting Club would lend us £2,000 or £4,000 and in return we would pay them not in money or interest, we'd pay them in chocolates and they'd get either six boxes for £2,000 loan or bond and 13 boxes for a 4000 bond. And people really liked it and I think the reason for that though is not about the return, it was about the desire and the emotional desire to support a business that they really valued and that again goes back to this link with our customers they like this business they want to, it, the business to be around for many years to come and that's no different to if you like a local pub or restaurant or baker or butcher you'll go there you'll you'll buy from them because you want them to be around in years to come and they were happy to back that up considering there is a, a quite a, a risk there if, if you had gone to the wall for whatever reason their money would have gone that's absolutely right, but people don't trust banks. And, you know, they, they see um, Hotel Chocolat as, you know, a much more reliable, honest business. Originality, authenticity are, the two, are, are two of the planks on which you've built, but now you're looking into ethics in a big way, sustainability and, and projects in Ghana and in the Caribbean. That's right. I mean, ethics, you know, I, I think we like to be a straightforward business, and we've liked to get very close to the cocoa, which actually produces the chocolate. And we love um, supporting those communities. Um, it's been something that, in spite of us um, opening it or buying our own cocoa plantation, we've continued to support the Ghanaian project. 
and uh, it's, it's an important part of the business. What have you done there? In Ghana, we've uh, um, contributed to the growth, uh, to the planting of about, well, over 100,000 cocoa trees. Um, we've um, helped fund water boreholes to stop the people having to walk many miles every day. Um, we've uh, f- uh, funding a medical centre at the moment. Um, so these are all projects that help sustain that local, um, uh, local community. And we're the only, as far as I know, we're the only... Um, organisation that provides any assistance to that particular community in Ghana. Rather like here at home and in the Caribbean, you are actually investing, as you said, all the way through in people. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, our, our people are, are you know, one of the most important parts of our business, our whole company culture. Um, and that should, you, you will see that every person you meet within Hotel Chocolat shares that culture. So whether they're in the Caribbean, whether they're in our shops, whether they're in our call centre, in our design team, all of them share that same desire to work with our customers, impress our customers and promote our brand. You seem to have gone against the trend in, 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 in the difficult last two or three years. You're prospering in the high street where many shops are closing down. The independents are being forced out of it. That's true, but we're sensible in what we do, so we don't take on shops. It's our own money, so we're very careful. So we take on, on limited-length leases, um, we don't pay excessive rent, um, and we use the data from our other shops to determine where our shops will be successful when we're selecting them in the future. So we've been very um, sensible within an interesting market. I mean, rents have actually come down for new tenants, it's just people that have signed up to lease long leases years ago that are really suffering badly. So even in the hard times, people still like their chocolate? They do. They do. I'm delighted to say. Peter Harris, thank you very much. Thank you. This programme was produced by Cambridge Judge Business School as part of its online broadcast series.